0: than ever a new web interface for the rest of the nba season and more props odds and lines than ever before but online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code believe 50 to receive your bonus that's b-l-e-a-v five zero from basketball football nhl boxing and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, folks, this is Jeremy Evans. I am your host for the Believe in Sports Law podcast with Jeremy Evans. Always glad to be with you. Always appreciate you listening in and making. The believe in sports law podcast the number one sports law podcast in the world so uh today is monday december 27th 2021 hope that you had a wonderful uh, holiday weekend wonderful christmas wonderful hanukkah and um obviously a wonderful uh, happy new year coming up wherever you may be but uh This is episode uh, 52 of season three. So this would be the last episode for 2021. The next time we speak, it will be in the new year, 2022. So this week's episode, we're talking about Tesla. And normally you would think, well, what does Tesla have to do with sports or entertainment media or sports? Well, in many ways, um, not much, right? Uh, I think um, when you sort of think of Tesla, you think of electric vehicles, right, or EVs. You, you don't really think of, of much else when it comes to that. Um, but I think there's something that Tesla should probably explore uh, when it comes to sports and the sort of idea of would Tesla ever enter into the Formula E circuit? So you have Formula One, right? This is the, uh, the racing circuit that is sort of uh, very popular internationally and has grown uh, here in the United States uh, for a multitude of reasons, which we'll get into. Um, but Formula E uh, started in its electric vehicle um, racing circuit. It uh, has been going on, I think, for four or five years now. I think it's in its fifth season, fourth or fifth season, uh, but has become very popular and um and and possibly maybe the wave of the future tesla does not currently run a vehicle uh in that series and um, tesla does not have that i am aware of a corporate sponsorship uh really in any racing form um tesla actually even in a marketing sense uh does very very little when it comes to that mostly tesla tesla relies on word of mouth uh, popularity. They do have social media accounts and they do, they do sort of handle things that way, but, um, not so much is, is, a, uh, goes towards, let's say traditional advertising that you might see from, you know, a Ford or a, a Chevrolet or a Kia, um, uh, sort of a, a Hyundai or something like that. Right. But, uh, Tesla has, I think an opportunity to enter into formula E and some of these sort of growing racing circuits in the electric vehicle space. So would Tesla ever enter into formula E? Possibly. Um, I think there's some concerns, uh, but uh, we can get into that. But, you know, when you look at YouTube, for example, it's full of videos showing um, the power of electric vehicles and they'll basically put a Tesla up against, you know, a Lamborghini or some sort of supercar and Tesla usually wins or they compete very competitively. And, you know, when you're comparing Tesla at, let's say uh, the Tesla S plat edition, let's say that's sort of top-notch fastest car they make, right? Um, a fast, electric, fast electrical vehicle they make. And of course, Tesla only makes electric vehicles. They don't make, you know, gas combustion engines. So um, they'll put their sort of top Tesla S plat edition against, you know, let's say, you know, a Lamborghini, um, Huracan or something like that. Right. And of course, um, generally the, the Lamborghini is going to have the top end speed. And then of course, uh, the Tesla will have sort of off the line speed, but, um, just to give you a little bit of a comparison. So and most of those things are done for fun. They're done for sort of, you know, some free marketing, what have you, uh, or they're just done by fans, but, um, the Tesla S plat edition is a very fast car. And it runs zero to 60 miles per hour in basically between 1.98 and 2.28 seconds. An F1 car runs zero to 60 in 2.6 seconds. Now, obviously, there is a uh, stark difference between the braking and cornering of each vehicle, right? F1 is going to hold the advantage in that all day long. Uh, But it just gives you an idea of what Tesla uh, can bring to the table. And by comparison's sake, when we're looking at some of the vehicles, car manufacturers around the world, you look at Porsche, for example, and they have gotten into this concept of the Mission R, which is their um, concept electric vehicle or EV uh, for short. So Porsche's EV uh, is going to be entering into the Formula E in GT series circuits Uh, It is also interesting, and this was pulled from a um, front office sports article, that uh, Bentley, Ferrari, Lamborghini, McLaren, and Nissan all have plans for uh, electric vehicles of their own and uh, potentially of the supercar variety and definitely for the sort of um, general consumer variety, you know, beyond racing, right? Now, of course, normally when you think of Bentley, you know, you're not thinking, oh, they're in racing, but Bentley has been in racing for years. Internationally, this is um, in many ways what they're known for, you know, here in the States, they're known for, you know, sort of uh, big bodied cars, very classy. Um, But a lot of the sort of uh, newer push in Bentley to go, you know, sort of more towards sporty and um, they've always had big engines and they're always very heavy vehicles, but. Um, Bentley is, 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 is indeed a sort of racing company. Um, but that's just not so much known here in the States, but it's interesting because Porsche also owns uh, 45% of Bugatti, which of course is also a racing company and started as that, um, Rimac, the other R-I-M-A-C, uh, owns the other 55% of Bugatti. Um, and then Bugatti was actually offloaded by Volkswagen, I think in the last year or so, But, um, again, so Porsche has this opportunity owning 45% of Bugatti, a racing company started out as that. Uh, and then of course, um, this sort of mission R concept vehicle that Porsche is going to put into the formula E and GT circuits. So uh, there's clearly a movement here, uh, when it comes to, um, sort of car manufacturers getting into the electric space, um, the electric vehicle, um, space, but uh, we'll sort of see how long this takes, what this looks like. I know in California, they've now passed uh, this sort of law that, you know, essentially, you know, we're going to have to have, uh, I think by 2040 or something like this, uh, all electric vehicles, of course, older cars will probably be grandfathered in this sort of thing, uh, which will probably drive the the price of those cars through the roof uh, as collectors items and what have you. But, uh, it's just an interesting concept, you know, would Tesla ever enter into the racing circuit in, in, in sort of the electric space? Cause they do not make a gas combustion car. Right. And, um, I think the answer is yes. And I think, um, and we're, I'm going to give some reasons why and, um, and sort of whether I think Tesla, um, could really have some success in this, but also, Um, how it could potentially lose out if it doesn't get involved in this space. But now, of course, um, there were some initial sort of and possibly even remaining questions around the cost savings and viability of electric vehicle racing in its infancy. But uh, it is of note that in just the fourth year of Formula E, it became a profitable endeavor. And of course, it's a very popular uh, circuit now um and possibly with sort of more uh green cities uh more likely maybe to have a formula e race than maybe something else um and and potentially uh even the noise factor with you know electric vehicles are not really making much noise um you know so the potential of sort of the uh the environmental issues but then also the sort of idea of um you know noise right but this is something that, that could be very big here, I think, in the United States with Formula E. Uh, and just to give you an example. So, there's a partnership that was done between uh, F1, Formula One, and Netflix, and uh, the series Drive to Survive. Uh, it's a very popular series on Netflix, and uh, but it's also increased the popularity of uh, the sport, the racing sport F1, uh, significantly. And um, where I think the the increase. Um, you know, in terms of viewership is, is, is substantial, uh, percentage wise. So, um, and maybe that's something to do with the pandemic and people being at home more or what have you, but, uh, clearly the documentary series, the, the promotion of F1 racing on Netflix has, has, uh, has driven its has driven some popularity to it and some eyeballs to it. And of course, Americans have always been fascinated with racing and uh i think sort of electric vehicles are the next iteration of that um so uh, and we'll get into sort of maybe what the, what that kind of looks like down the road but obviously the issues with uh ev racing remain um you know uh, one is how long can a race last without a without a battery charge um you know how many miles are we talking about how many laps are we talking about um mm-hmm. And, of course, sustainability, right? Because people talk about uh, electric vehicles being sustainable. That's true. But you also have to have an electric charger to charge the vehicle. And then what powers that electricity? Um, You know, uh, is it a gas sort of powered combustion engine at the electric, you know, sort of plant? Is it, you know, again, it's not, you know, it doesn't just come out of the air, right? So you have to uh, create it from something. And um, so we'll sort of see how that plays out. I think obviously maybe the argument is maybe it's more sustainable, but I'll leave that to the scientists and the experts, but uh, those have been some of the questions around it. Right now, Tesla, like any car manufacturer, it will have concerns over public relations with the crash or a lack of performance on the track. Uh, Ford uh, the, as a company faced these same concerns, um, which was uh, very well uh, uh, displayed in the feature film Ford versus Ferrari with uh Uh, Christian Bale and Matt Damon, but it also led to the iconic Ford GT in victory lane and it grew forward uh, exponentially. And now they compete in that uh, internationally and have had some success. Um, That being said, on the other hand, Audi and BMW have also cited a lack of development from the racetrack um, when it comes to uh, this idea of does research and development come out of racing? Uh, I, you know, and the argument is that when you're on a racetrack and you're, you know, looking for peak performance, that's going to basically have a sort of drop down effect to um, uh, other parts of the company. If you're developing, you know, sort of high end uh, racing products, you can ideally convert those into mass consumption into your other vehicles. Of course, Audi and BMW are calling that into question. Um, but other companies have had some success with it. So we'll sort of see. I'll, again, I'll leave that up to the experts. But these are just some issues that um, have been brought up. Uh, but I think it is clear that electric vehicles uh, do seem to be the way of the future. And especially as uh, governments and legislatures uh, begin to pass laws, like the one in California, essentially forcing uh, the hand of these car manufacturers Uh, to create electric vehicles by a certain date and time. Now, again, it's important to note that Tesla is not currently a corporate sponsor in any form of racing. It does not currently have an official vehicle in a circuit, let alone any vehicle. Um, Tesla CEO Elon Musk, um, I'm sure, is considered racing as an option. Uh, Maybe it's too soon um but you know look musk himself is a great is, is a great marketer uh in a very genuine form you know he just I think he he people love him because he speaks his mind and 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 I think people sort of look up to him because what he's built right um but again I think musk knows that uh he could benefit from the exposure and potential dominance uh in a of, of an electric vehicle in a traditionally gas powered industry right with the growth of uh, formula E, this could be a big deal. Um, Now, I think, again, one of the potential opportunities here is F1 as it considers sort of expansion into new geographic areas. Uh, They've looked at, you know, potential in Los Angeles and Manhattan uh, formula E ran a race in Brooklyn. Um, You know, I think there's a lot of uh, opportunities here and, Would not Tesla just be like a great leader in that space, right? Uh, If, you know, Formula E is expanding in other parts of the country, Um, you know, America is known for its roads, iconic roads, you know, the 101, the PCH, uh, you know, uh, roads around uh, um, sort of national monuments, roads around um, uh, national parks. I mean, I've always thought that, um, you know, some of these great roads that we have, these wide open spaces we have in America would just be terrific. Areas for races, uh, terrific backdrops. I mean, uh, all the movies that are filmed in the United States, um, terrific backdrops, right? Well, imagine that in a race. So, again, I think Tesla could be a great leader in this space. Um, you know, trust Tesla transformed the electric vehicle, electric, uh, EV vehicle space from concept to mainstream, and it continues to grow in popularity. Uh, you know, you see more and more Teslas on the road these days, and I think it's going to continue to grow. Until more challenges come along that can compete with what Tesla is bringing into the table um, and offer more lines in, in, a, in a different competitive opportunity. But Tesla definitely has the first mover advantage um, plus the technology. Uh, the, but you know, here's the thing. The reality is that challenges lead to learning and growth, right? And for Tesla to compete, it would need to work on battery life, uh, while the racing circuit would need to think about what's the proper race length. Um, and do you change vehicles during the middle of the race, you change batteries that probably takes too long, but who knows, you know, it used to take a long time to change a tire. And, uh, but now you have, um, you know, uh, teams breaking records when it comes to changing tires and oil and putting gas in a vehicle. So I think with anything, um, again, this is where racing, I think in the research and development could help Tesla as a company in general, uh, now, the problem for tesla is that it does not currently manufacture a gas combustion engine right so everything is in on electric vehicles so any bad publicity about tesla a tesla vehicle uh may lead to larger concerns that might be on musk's mind as uh he considers if he's considering tesla to enter into the racing circuit there's no news of that or any evidence of that but it's something to consider um now, Tesla may also have more pressure on itself to perform because it's solely in the business of electric vehicles. Um, people in the press will expect more out of Tesla because they are by far uh, the industry leader in electric vehicles. Um, Tesla also has the most to lose uh, by not entering the electric vehicle racing circuit, um, you know, Formula E. Because if it doesn't enter and you have the other companies that are creating and putting for electric vehicles, where's Tesla? You know, How does the industry leader not participate in the space? Um, so again, it's something, there's kind of a dichotomy there, right? It's like if they get into it, there's potential for some PR issues. If they don't get into it, there's potential for PR issues. I think the latter is probably a larger concern in the long run. Uh, and I think the research and development out of this will go a long way. And of course, Tesla's potential to dominate. The difference here is that Tesla has a ton of experience in battery life and electric vehicles, whereas these other companies, Ferrari, Bugatti, um, Porsche, Ford, uh, have the racing experience. So that's where you're going to have to, uh, that's why I made the comparison earlier to Ford. Ford had not got into the racing space uh, so much at that point. And then um, when they did get into it, sort of, you know, um, at Le Mans, you sort of have uh, this research and development sort of explosion, right? And a lot of things that came out of that, uh, namely uh, the Shelby Mustang and everything else. And of course, the Ford GT. So, you know, again, I mean, imagine competitors winning in, in the electric vehicle racing space um, only to see new technology go to competitor vehicles through research and development from the shop and the track. Uh, imagine from a marketing perspective, a mainly combustion engine competitor piling up awards in electric vehicle racing circuit and continuing to add in sort of research and development where Tesla doesn't even have a presence in the space. So again, I think the larger concern is is if Tesla doesn't get involved in Formula E or in racing. Um, The truth of it is this is that Tesla needs competitive racing as much as the racing circuit needs Tesla. And I think uh, Tesla's knowledge and brand will help drive that innovation I think Tesla's existence in the racing circuit will also help Americanize uh, Formula One racing and grow the popularity here. Uh, And this is especially true as NASCAR has announced that it's looking at um, stock cars uh, getting into electric racing for both um, uh, the stock car uh, car and then also the stock car truck. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but I think there's definitely some opportunities for this. But uh, again, will Tesla enter into um, Formula E racing or racing in general? I think the answer is yes, but I think it's a timing issue and we'll sort of see what happens. I think it would probably be a mistake for Tesla not to enter into the space. But anyways, folks, appreciate you listening in. Um, This is Jeremy Evans, your host of the Believe in Sports Law podcast. Always appreciate you um, taking the time. Appreciate you making... The believe in sports law podcast number one sports law podcast in the world this episode has been brought to you by bet online and uh, wishing you a wonderful new year uh thank you for listening in on in, in on 2021 and i'll look forward to being back with you in 2022 for season four thank you so much and have a great week <music>